Okay, so it's Secret Saturday here on Let's Talk About It. And I'm going to be doing something that almost everybody is familiar with. It's called the AITA reaction, or rather, hashtag AITA. If you know the meaning, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> but since we're trying to keep everything clean, no explicit content, we're going to remove the A at the end and put BG to keep it PG. So I'm just going to be reacting to them mostly. And the first one is, am I the bad guy for refusing to let my sister-in-law use my wedding dress for her wedding, even though she can't afford one? My 24-year-old brother and his 23-year-old fiance are supposed to get married in the spring after being engaged for about a year. My younger brother has always been the golden child between the both of us to my mom, but not my dad. Him and his fiancée currently live with her, rent-free, might I add. My dad and I, on the other hand, have mixed feelings about this wedding. We both feel like my brother is rushing into things and not being financially smart. He just finished his bachelor program a year ago, and he's still trying to get on his feet and find a good full-time job in his field, and decides to spend thousands of dollars on a wedding. We sat him down and explained this to him and asked him what the rush was, why not push it off for a few years and save up so you guys can really have the wedding of your dreams? He explained to us that his fiancée wants the wedding as soon as possible and doesn't want to wait. Well, his fiancée's family is pitching in a couple thousands for the wedding. My dad reluctantly is pitching in a couple thousands as well. Well, a few nights ago, I'm eating dinner with my husband when I get a call from my future sister-in-law. Our conversation starts normal, like how are you and the bad weather we're having here, etc, etc. Then she tells me she has a serious question to ask me. She asked me if she can use my wedding dress that I wore to my wedding just over a year ago. She explains that she can't afford one herself, that she absolutely loves mine and that, that it would be her something borrowed. You, yeah, yeah, you know how um, if you watch movies, you understand this. Um, in most movies I've watched, when someone wants to get married, they usually have something blue, something old and something borrowed. Back to the story. I immediately shut her down and said, I'm sorry, but no. This is a thousands of dollars dress we're talking about that she'd have to get altered to fit her by the way. So no way. We're also not even close at all and we barely talk. So like, where's all this coming from? She starts begging and even starts crying and going on about how she can't afford one. I told her I'm sorry, but no. She then starts going on about how I'm not even financially helping her and my brother pay for the wedding. So the least I can do is let her use my dress. I told her the honest truth that I think they are rushing into having a wedding and not being financially smart. She said she didn't care, she has a timeline and wants to be married by 25. I basically said to her that she made her bed so now she has to lie in it and figure it out herself and if she can't afford her wedding dress then she shouldn't be having a wedding, simple as that. She ran back to my mom and my brother to tell them what I said. They think I'm a bad guy because I have the money to financially help my brother and his fiance, but I'm being selfish and unsupportive. They also think it's just a dress, so what's the big deal? My dad is on my side and defending me and is now thinking of taking back his financial help due to the sheer audacity of my brother's fiance asking me such a thing. Wow.
just wow that's that's basically my reaction wow first let me start off like this you can't just say it's just a dress everyone knows that what makes things special is the sentiment behind them the sentiment especially for a bride a bride doesn't just choose anyhow wedding dresses they have to feel sentimental. They have to be emotionally attached to their wedding dresses. So for them to say it's just a dress, after all, it means the girl, the fiancé who wants the wedding gown, doesn't even have any sentimental value for the gown. You know, usually in some families, um, the, the siblings or the children usually wear their mother's wedding gowns or they take a few, a few things from the gown to add to their own or alter the gown, stuff like that. But the fact that this her brother's fiance just went ahead to say it's just a dress, it means she just she's just desperate to get a wedding dress. And then she was like, Oh, my sister-in-law has one, so free, good for me. So you're not the bad guy. No, you're not. You're not because you're sentimentally attached, you're emotionally attached to your wedding dress. And it's your wedding dress after all, so you get to make the decisions around here. So she, if she really wanted it, she shouldn't even go far, say things like that. What what was all this? Please, you're not the bad guy. The next one says, Am I the bad guy for not washing my hands at 3 a.m.? Last night, my significant other woke me up around 3 a.m. to tell me that I had thrown a dog off the bed while sleeping. I was a bit annoyed that she woke me up, so I went to the kitchen to grab a glass of water and use the restroom. I tried to stay as sleepy as possible to fall back asleep quickly. When I returned to bed, my significant other told me to wash my hands as she had apparently heard me in the restroom and noticed that I forgot to wash them in my half-asleep state. I told her that I just wanted to go back to sleep and didn't want to argue since I had sprained my ankle a bit earlier in the evening. However, she continued to ask me to wash my hands repeatedly. After some back and forth, I decided to sleep in the guest room instead of our bed. I am aware that I should wash my hands after using the restroom, but I was annoyed that my significant other wouldn't drop the issue and I couldn't fall back asleep until about 5.30 a.m. The next morning, I woke up in a bad mood and my significant other asked me jokingly why I had slept in the guest room. I told her that I had slept there because she woke me up for the dog and wouldn't drop the hand washing issue. I expected an apology from her since I thought waking me up for the dog was inappropriate. However, she told me that it was my fault for not washing my hands and that I should have tried harder to fall back asleep. She said I was being dramatic and needed to get to it. I got frustrated because I had asked her to drop the issue several times during the night, but she had ignored me. I got angry and told her that I should have washed my hands but that waking me up for the dog's comfort was ridiculous and that she should have dropped it when I asked her to. I then told her not to talk to me until she had something else to say besides you are overreacting and then she left for work. And I am now typing this in my home office feeling upset. We are at a standstill where I feel like I need an apology and she feels like I am being dramatic. I tend to get angry quickly when I am sleep-deprived, so I know that I may be in the wrong here. I need some outside perspective. So am I the bad guy? Well, in my opinion, in a relationship, you're meant to compromise. That's one of the main things people need to know. You need to compromise in a relationship. You and your partners, you, you, your partner rather, you both can't have your way. So you need to meet in the middle. 
But at this point, everybody knows how how frustrating it is when you wake up and then you still want to go back to sleep. So you try keeping one eye closed or one eye open and then you're trying to like get things done in your sleepy state so you can rush back and continue your sleep. So I understand where he's coming from. He wanted to continue his sleep. So maybe in the haste, he forgot to wash his hands. And then his significant other kept pressing him like, you should wash your hands, you should wash your hands. At 3 a.m. in the morning, she should have just dropped it. Maybe the next morning, like earlier on, at maybe around 7. When, in fact, when the day was bright and they were awake, she could have told him, see, you didn't wash your hands after eating the restroom yesterday. I was uncomfortable with it, but I just let it slide because I know you were willing to go back to sleep. But the fact that she kept pestering and the fact that she even went as far as saying he was being overdramatic. I keep saying this thing. You can never say somebody is overreacting or someone is being overdramatic. Somebody cannot just react like a mad person unless they feel attacked. Me, if I were in this guy's shoes, I would react the same way. It's 3 a.m. for the love of God. I'm struggling to go back to bed. First, you woke me up because I threw the dog. The dog off the bed. Not even you, the dog. Nah, you're not the bad guy. You're not the bad guy here. And last but not least for today, am I the bad guy for refusing to go to a child-free wedding if my son can't go? My younger brother and sister-in-law are getting married next year, 2024, and sent out the RSVP earlier this February, which is when this whole fight started. The invitations include tickets to the wedding along with the dress code and a semi-letter letting the attendees know this is a child-free wedding, along with a few other formalities or rules, whatever they want to call them. Not my wedding, not my rules. To make plus, I don't have children. My only kid is 16 years old and I'm a single mom. So the whole idea of going to the wedding to enjoy a fun night to myself without kids is not something new, nor is it something I've had to worry about for a while. The issue isn't with the rule. The issue is that the invitation originally came with two tickets and we didn't think much of it because he's not a child. So why wouldn't he be invited? Turns out the no child rule involves anyone under the age of 18 and we found out when my son brought up the wedding during a family dinner and both my sister-in-law and brother seemed taken aback, which then led to questions and them finding out that they had accidentally sent out two tickets, which then led to an awkward conversation and my son getting uninvited in front of the people present. I'm genuinely trying really hard to understand their side and the fact that it's their wedding, not mine. But I cannot get past the idea of the way they did so and how they made my son feel. Also, the fact that I had my son at a really young age and his dad was never present. So my brother was like a big brother to my son. So I think my son and I are quite hurt at the idea of my son not attending. I would say me choosing to not attend is nothing personal, but I'd be lying if I did so. I've been getting called immature, petty, and a bad guy, but I think the situation would have been different had it been clear my son wasn't going to be invited from the start and not getting his invitation revoked randomly. Okay, I get, I get. It was a mistake. They didn't want, they didn't mean to send out the invitation, but the invitation had come. This is what I would have done. The invitation had already arrived, and then we have a no-child rule, but I'm willing to make an exception seeing how important the, um, her brother is to her son, seeing how, the, her, seeing how his nephew sees him as a father figure or a, an elder brother 
kind of figure. I would make an exception because I've already invited him and I would like to consider his feelings when I tell him, oh, I'll have to take that invitation back. You're not, you know, you're still a child. You're not 18. You know, let him down slowly. But it still doesn't matter. The way they let down the guy was so mean, in my opinion. Yeah, I understand. There are rules and everything. But if you wanted your rules to stick, you should have, you know, carefully sorted out your invitation list and not mistakenly send one and then have to like kill the person's dreams and hopes later it's just like having a younger sister and then you're telling your younger sister that she's not invited to your wedding but either way thank you guys for tuning in to let's talk about it secret saturday and don't forget to follow us on instagram like our posts rate this show leave a review thank you guys and see you next time